Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back for number two. The episode after one, but before three. All right, there we go. Let's get started. How are you doing this morning, Max? I'm doing good. I'm a little worried, though. I'm getting a little nervous because this topic we're about to cover today could spell the end for all of us and for everything. Oh no, what is it this time? We're talking about artificial intelligence today, and more specifically, artificial intelligence's ability to defeat humans and stuff. So we're talking about like Siri just defeating me? Essentially, we're talking about Siri defeating you. Oh God. Um, I'm Max, and this is Aaron. Good morning. And this is Wrong Side of the Bed. And today we're going to be talking, or we're going to be basing the conversation around AlphaGo, which is a, a computer program um, that's learned to beat humans in the, the board game Go. Which, what, is, what, what is the game Go? What is that? Well, it's kind of like the Eastern version of chess, um, except it's infinitely more complicated. Um, the game consists of a board with 19 vertical lines and 19 horizontal lines, and the aim is to control more territory than your opponent um, with your stones, two colors of stones, white and black, and you gain control by surrounding your opponent, and when you do that, they have to take that piece off the board. That's a bad explanation, but it's essentially the idea, and it gives rise to a game that has more numbers of potential layouts than there are atoms in the, the known universe. Wait, what? That makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. There's more potential board game layouts than atoms in the known universe. How many atoms are in the universe? Well, I'm glad you asked. There are 10 to the 80 atoms in the known universe. Are you sure you're not artificial intelligence? <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this off an article from The, uh, the Economist this week. And uh, that's what really, um, it's really got me nervous about this whole topic. And so f- from here, I guess, what do you think the implications are for an artificial intelligence that can beat humans at such a complicated game? Is well, this- you said there, like, it can, like, okay, so this game, I mean, like, we already beat them, they already beat us in chess before, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that happened when, like, we, I think we were reading about before, in 1997? 1997. So, like, 20 years ago, so... They beat us at chess, and now every 20 years they can beat us at this Go game. Um, I'm trying to see, like, what are, like, the big implications of this. I mean... I think uh, the, the major implications for this one are that um, this, new, uh, this new computer that beat the humans at AlphaGo, or at Go, um, it's called AlphaGo Zero, was able to do it without any input from any previous um, human games. What I mean by that is the previous versions of this um, AI was able to defeat humans at the game, but it was using a database of thousands of played games. So it was looking over previously played games, human versus human, and using the information it got from those games to beat humans. This new version of the AI is a neural network computer that was simply given the rules to the game, played hundreds of thousands of games against itself, and developed superhuman strategies that no one had ever seen before, and it's using those strategies to beat humans at Go. Now, is this AlphaGo AI, is this the first one that was, like, so you're describing this one, is it the first one that's ever been made, or has it been other AlphaGos before? There have been other ones. Um, AlphaGo, like, 1.0. 
Yeah, this this is the last one in that line, and it's it's been created um, using a neural network computer technique, which means something very scientific and complicated that I don't fully understand. But essentially, it's a computer that it sort of it simulates the human brain in the way that it's designed. Do you know it could help you understand that? Hmm. AI. AI could probably help me understand. AI that. could probably help you out <laughs> if it was so willing. But I mean. I don't know, it, it starts off, it's beating us in chess, and now it's on this new complicated board game which has a large array of moves. I think we were looking in the article before, it said like 10 to 170th power, which in relation to the amount of atoms in the universe, there's about 10 to the 80th power in the universe, so yeah. it's infinitely more huge, um, infinitely more options um, existing. So. This is a game that's learned how to solve complicated problems, um, being given simply a set of rules. And you gotta wonder when people are gonna start using this type of computer to solve problems that actually matter, um, as opposed to games. Like, sure, right now it's winning at games, but there's no reason that in the next few years we can't input the rules to a real-life problem into this computer and it might be able to come up with solutions that no human would have foreseen and no previous computer could have came up with. And I think that's the real, I mean, no one's, no one's worried that humans are losing at Go. That's not the issue here. The issue is the implications. Well, I'm just petrified that everyone's losing at Go. That was my <laughs> next move. Like, this You'd is my next career Go, move. It was going from this to um, becoming a Go master. Kind of Wait, you saying, in your hole. This is Go or Yu-Gi-Oh? I forget which one. Which one are you looking uh, just, just Go. Just oh, go. I'm no longer concerned anymore then. <laughs> These computers are still decades away from winning in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, you That's a complicated be, game involving. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch out for my kunai whip chain. Ooh. Mm. Watching out for it. And uh, I, I guess it leaves us kind of so we've kind of decided that this is something that we should be slightly worried about, a computer beating humans at extremely complicated games, the most complicated board games in the world, well, um, because of what it implies for the future. Well, yeah. I mean, this is kind of weird where it's like before, as we're saying, with like those chess, mass, chess matches, you've got a computer that just like stares at humans all day or seeing like past games that have been played and sees the strategies that humans does, and it's just a really good human at playing the game, because that's all it does. It just knows human strategies. Exactly. But this new one, as you kind of laid it out, is it just played against itself, they just gave it the rules, and like, hey, figure it out, and then it's not playing like a human anymore. It's creating its own strategies to solve things. That scares me, because if you think about it, if you don't give, like, if it doesn't watch how humans interact, it, like, and you have to tell it to solve a problem, it's going to come up with inhumane ways to solve the problem. Like, hey, you know what? I don't want any more spam in my email. Um, I'm going, I just need, you're, you're the AI, your job's to find the spam and get rid of it. And then it just finds this roundabout way, like, on its own, like, hey, you know what? If there's no humans, no more spam. Let's <laughs> blow up the earth. They're going to kill us all. That's how it's going to end. Calling it right now. That's how it AI's, ends? AI is going to murder us. A spam bot's going to end up wiping out humanity oh, yeah, as, just... uh, as a creative way of moving <laughs> spam mail? Probably, yes. You know, that wouldn't surprise me. And... To be honest, it would end most spam mail, so. I mean, it would, which would be really nice, actually. That would actually be pretty nice. <laughs> so who else is concerned about this? Well, I mean, like, obviously two guys in a kitchen in Chicago, but beyond that. 
two guys in the kitchen in Chicago are getting pretty concerned about this, but uh, Elon Musk is another character who seems to be pretty concerned about this whole situation but, uh, with AI taking over the world. And I think we've, uh, we're due to give the guy some credit because no one has believed any of his other ideas and plans, and yet now he's a multi-billionaire on the verge of becoming the richest man in history, some, okay. some say. He's, I know he's the guy who does like Tesla Motors, but what else does he do even? He's the man behind SpaceX, Neuralink, OpenAI, um, the former uh, Solar City, absorbed now into Tesla. So he's, he seems to have uh, the ability to predict the future. And right now, he seems to be more concerned about AI than almost anything. So when he, maybe he'll be, you could say that he's the canary in the coal mine for this whole issue. He's, he's sounding off about it pretty much every chance he gets on Twitter. Really? Every time, every time a new AI situation comes up, he's the first to comment on it, um, and he's commented on this. And so, what would be a step in AI? Like, are you talking about like those like echoes or whatever people are putting in like their houses where they scream at them to get like order carrots? <laughs> is that AI or is that? I think that's a type of AI. Yeah, I think it's definitely um, Jeff Bezos's Bezos Bezos Bezos. Mm, no idea. It's, it's his first foray to getting AI into every home. Okay. Um, he seems to be well on his way to accomplishing that. And I think we have to be worried about this, or these um, AIs being set up in our homes because it's affecting how we shop for things online, which is Amazon's whole plan. Well, yeah, instead of me yelling at my girlfriend to go buy groceries, I just yell at a robot to get it out. And then the robot orders the groceries. And the robot orders the groceries. <laughs> I don't get in trouble like I usually do before. And I'm, I'm sure you've logged into Amazon before and seen a recommended list of uh, items for you to buy. Well, yeah, just because it wants, you know, it knows I want these things. So I just buy them all anyways, and now I'm in credit card debt. <laughs> right. And <laughs> if you extrapolate that out, you're going um, to get AI figuring out specific marketing strategies for you and using creative ways to get you to buy things that you didn't know you wanted to buy. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, so AI wants, wants to get you to buy a blue T-shirt, and the night before it noticed that you were watching some, some type of uh, some cosplay porn um, with <laughs> blue women. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and it's, and, uh, and it's going to use that information. How? <laughs> well, the Echo's always listening, Aaron. <laughs> the Echo's listening to you. No, but I turn it off and hide it in a cabinet. <laughs> It can hear me in there. Oh, it's listening. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's got great, great, great microphone. Very sensitive microphone. God, I hate Bluetooth. <laughs> um, so, so you got that whole thing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Which we should all be pretty concerned about. And uh, I don't know. What do you What do you see as the implications to this problem? Do you see any issues with AI? Are you You totally cool with it. I, well, I told you that I believe that a spam bot is going to murder the world, so I don't know if I'm totally cool with it. But, I mean, it's already, it's happened already in our world. It is the echoes that we have in our house. It is the whole Siri bot knowing exactly where you are. It is the, I mean, we're already at this point where we are so far linked with technology. Yeah. Like, for example, like, we all carry around these smartphones. And we're trying to figure out what to, what to use them for. I mean, guaranteed, if you, like, so we already have this idea of some form of super intelligence, a little bit. 
Like, you probably took one of the smartest guys in the world, put him in a room versus a very average Joe um, with a smartphone and a 100% battery, and they were just, like, given trivia on random topics, mm-hmm. right? And the other guy just had to come up with the top of his head versus the guy with the smartphone. I believe probably about out of 10 matches, easily eight of them, the average Joe would win with the smartphone. So we already are kind of like cyborgs in our own little way by carrying around these smartphones. Right, we're already using them as extensions of our brain, and we seem to be adapting pretty well to them. Yeah. So maybe everything's going to be fine with it. As long as we learn how to operate within this new AI world that's on its way, that's probably our best bet, I would say, okay. um, to avoid the apocalypse. And so Elon Musk has a, has a solution for this. Oh, yeah? Um, it's called Neuralink. And you might be able to help explain it in a little bit more detail. I know you, you read uh, Tim Urban's post on it. Um, how, how does he see uh, sort of Neuralink as helping us avoid the AI apocalypse? So in, in short, it's basically saying instead of having um, super intelligence or AI intelligence... Um, be uh, instead of it being like a separate thing from us, like a computer that just does it on its own, um, it is actually a part of our brain that'd be linked up through a like brain matter interface, um, and it would just be another level of our in, our brain. So to explain further is there are different sections of the brain that are seen throughout evolutionary history. I mean, and they refer them to usually like reptilian. Uh, chimp brain or a mammalian brain and then there'd be the ones they would call the quote-unquote probably like human part of the brain so the reptilian brain is kind of like the uh very like the basic brainstem like breathing staying alive kind of controlling some certain little neurons throughout the entire body um and it's just kind of like it just it just focuses with staying alive it's like keep breathing mm-hmm. keep breathing keep breathing digest the food digest the food digest the food digest the food it's it's a little hyper aware of everything but just trying to like stay alive it's just like freaking out the entire time yeah and like the next level of your brain like your mammalian brain like your monkey brain is the one that has like basic social constructs like oh man you know i just want i want i gotta hunt for food but i also oh man look at that look at that girl over there oh my god she's so attractive oh oh my god look at over that oh my god i want i want i want his coconuts i want to murder him i'm gonna murder him and i'll take his stuff now like now that's that brain right there and luckily we have like human aspect of the brain which is like instead of like hey i'm even though I want to murder that guy and take his coconuts, Mediates. I'm not going to do that because we have rules here and I know killing is bad. Um, so these three brains exist at the same time. And it's n- we don't look at like having the million brain just being like, I mean, the human brain being like, oh man, God, it's the super intelligence that rules everything. It's so awful. They're all part of us. We don't see them as different We're sections. able to harness it. Yes. And so this next step would be a layer on top of the human brain. Essentially, what, what our, our smartphones already are, is that kind mm-hmm. of what you're saying? I mean, we already yeah. use them as, you know, we use them as a, a means of storing information, and we use them to access information. Mm-hmm. And so Neuralink would be simply doing that without having the phone be in your hand. You'd just be thinking it. Is that correct? Along those lines, yeah. yeah. And just be another level of it. And it would be just another form of intelligence that is on our brain, another level to it. It would kind of set us on an even playing field with AI because it would give us the ability to compete with it mentally. We wouldn't even need to compete with it. We are just, we are AI. This is a competition. 
oh, this is a competition. <laughs> this is, if I've learned one thing from reading about all these um, sad Go players, it's that we are in a, a, dead, a dead heat with AI, and we need to beat them and defeat them and destroy them. Okay. okay. <laughs> Settle down, 1950s okay. U.S. in the Cold War. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the, the, that's that. Uh, that's that mammalian monkey brain coming out right now. Yeah, yeah. You know it is, and we we have set AI as something to to battle against throughout history. Um, but you know, you know, I imagine that AI will have watched Terminator also by the time it comes of age, so it it kind of knows what we think of it. Um, and should we, should we be worried about that? AIs who have seen Terminator and know that we already hate them? <laughs> Is this a yeah. concern we should have? It's a concern I have. I think, I think it'll get like bored after the second film. <laughs> Just kind of think, like, all right, whatever. It'll have decided that Arnold, well, you know, beautiful human, not actually that great of an actor. No, and it'll just completely shift over to another film, probably. Most likely. Okay. So we don't have to worry about that as much as I oh, was. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we're going to be saved by Elon Musk once again. Um, from the AI threat, and uh, and it, it sounds like we're going to be fine. Yeah, or we'll all die. I don't know. <laughs> One or the other. Um, but whichever it is, we're going to keep listening to... Nope. Not this song. God damn it. <laughs>